Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey there, dear Critter Shed listener. Greetings from the Netherlands, where I'm currently based It's a cold but sunny day outside and I'm thinking fondly back to this day in September of last year when Collie and I met and chatted about some of the wonderful things that he has in his garden and also some of the amazing creatures that he shares his life with. So we hope you enjoy this. This show is the last in our current series and uh, we're going to be getting together face to face over the coming months and bringing you some incredible stories about the creatures that we share our planet with. So we hope you enjoy. Kali, here we are. Um, Sunny Wicklow for a change. <laughs> I have to take my shirt off. You can see. I got oh wow! Oh, I'm getting hot now just looking at this. <laughs> we're we're sort of known for um, doing programs about looking for things that we never actually find. <laughs> Yeah, so, what so are you after, the, after the dragonfly episode where we didn't actually find any dragonflies, <laughs> I said I was going to be fully prepared for today. And if you look in these two trays, um, I've caught a few pals just to show you. Trays full of water, it has yeah, to be said. Trays full of water and a lot of weed to give them cover. And today we're going to be talking about um, a very popular pet, which has become worldwide uh, an introduced and invasive species. And it's the terrapins. Oh, great. I had some terrapins uh, very briefly and I got to know a little bit about them but I really didn't get to know enough. So, Yeah, and first, I suppose first of all we have to address so terrapins are turtles. Everything with a shell that's a reptile is a turtle. Okay. Okay, so tortoises are turtles, terrapins are turtles. The name terrapin actually comes from a Native American Indian word for the diamondback turtle um, which is a North American species and they call it a, a terrapin. And that got into the English colloquialisms and language and they brought it back to England and then that's kind of how it came about. That's why we call a lot of things terrapins that are essentially just turtles. Mm. And Yeah, and there's a crossover between a lot of them. We can get into that another time. I think we should do an episode on tortoises and explain that whole natural history of them. It's fascinating how they evolved. Or as some people say tortoises. Tortoises, yes, there you go. <laughs> There's so many, depending on where you come from, so many ways of describing <laughs> them. But um, yeah, so we'll just stick with terrapins because I think mm. that everybody knows what we're talking about. We're not talking about 
tortoises, which are the land-based turtles, the ones with the big elephant-like feet, they walk on their tiptoes the same way an elephant does. Whereas yeah, that's a really unusual to look do. at. Yeah, it's kind of like it's almost like uh, convergent evolution because they're they're big, heavy-bodied, heavy-shelled reptiles as well, and they tend to, to stand on their tippy toes on on on, on these heavy legs. Mm. Whereas the the true turtles and the terrapins will put their whole foot down and, and tend to drag themselves along ah. more more reptilian like mm. for want of a better description now as i look in this large tray of water you have a rock and there's some sort of um growth something sort of a plant there swishing around it's, i see yeah. a little head yeah, sticking out a very small head, head. Sticking out. and it's a beautiful color of dark and light yeah. and very attractive looking and very very cute and this is probably oh. this is the problem with these guys oh. and it's tiny for yeah. now for now yeah and it's oh my god it's beautiful so that's the terrapin so does a terrapin have another scientific name or is it well it, it, this is a species of terrapin oh, or a species okay. of turtle so this is a cooter ah. um, a north american species a river cooter turtle now the 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 animal that you have is about three cent. The shell is about two centimeters or three centimeters. Yeah, about a two euro coin. Yeah. Um, and um, how old is this little dude? Uh, probably a few months only. Um, and this guy was rescued. Um, I think they were smuggled into the country ah. and ended up with the the ISPCA, which is the Irish Society for Protection of Cruelty to Animals. Yeah. And they asked me would I be willing to take on five of these. So oh, there's wow. five in here. Oh, wow. Um, I'm after building a, a pond for turtles, um, which which they will eventually go into. Not right now because they haven't been acclimatized and we're starting mm. to get cold. Mm. So next year they'll go into the, the pond fully. Mm. Um, for the winter, they're going to stay lovely and cozy in, in a nice big fish tank. Do you, know, do you know what they look like when they're that size? They're so perfect looking. The shell is so perfect and shiny. That they actually sort of look like they're made of plastic, like plastic toys they're or like something. They're like toys. And they're, yeah. like, they're like Pokemons almost. They so are. You can see the big eyes. Mm. The classic traits that people love to look at in cute animals. It's like yeah. when you get a puppy or a kitten. The big eyes, the big smiley expression. Yeah. And um, then the colour is like, it's um, sort of a stripy mottled dark green and yeah. light yellow. It's absolutely beautiful. And, and the classic... Uh, pet uh, terrapin in, in the UK and Ireland and Europe was the uh, the red-eared slider which would right. have had that red band behind the ear that was the one that was from like the 1950s America produced loads and loads of these to sell in the pet mm. trade and they were brought over here on bulk and sold um, with dinky little uh, tiny plastic fish bowls ah. which are completely unsuitable yeah. for them because even though this little guy is this size now yeah um, he's the run to the litter i'll try and find a bigger one um they grow extremely fast so you're reaching in now you're taking out another one that's twice twice the size. as big and he was the same size as that one last week really yeah god so uh and then the head and this see, one is in the yeah. head and uh legs are withdrawn are tucked away they're so gorgeous oh they're stunning you can see why people adore them. But then, yeah. of course, the problem happens when they stop being this size. Yes, and as I was saying, like they they they're sold a lot of the time. They, they were sold a lot of time in very unsuitable setups, um, and and basically outgrew them. And then they are very very smelly creatures. Really, they're shit machines. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> like they actually, it, it's unbelievable. Like the five of them. Would even with a very strong filter system that I have them need weekly water cleans. Um, otherwise, you're getting into stagnation water and 
they can become ill and mm. um, you get growths on their shells and you don't want anything like that but the best way to keep these guys is to have them outdoors in a in a pond mm. it's the most ethical way of keeping them now that doesn't mean you go down and you release them in your local duck pond mm-hmm. or your canal because because my colleagues in arc in the uk um who are working at uh, amphibian reptile uh, conservation where have been have been analyzing ponds where sliders, the yellow belly sliders, red eared sliders, cooters, ridge backed terrapins, where they've all been released, and the wildlife population seems to just disappear because they literally will eat anything. They'll eat newts, frogs, oh, fish, wow. snails, and it's not their fault. They're yeah, just doing what they do. Um, where where they evolved, other their other animals in North America would have um, known how to deal with them our, our animals uh, don't and they uh, they do tend to to go down a, a, a lot of them so it's really important that if you are getting them to make sure that you have the correct setup mm. um these every one of these is a rescue here's another rescue it's a 15 year old oh wow here. so you're reaching into another tray with water and, and growth and this is what 20 centimeters yeah big yeah, big snappy. beautiful Big snappy head as well. Yeah, so the Ready. head is the head is withdrawn, the legs are withdrawn, and we have this gorgeous face looking at us. And the colours really are stunning, aren't they? Like now that I put my glasses on, I can see me. Yeah, head <laughs> yeah there's kind of iridescent colours yeah. around the beak. And, it's beautiful. Uh, and if you know, and look, oh my god, I'm seeing something I didn't expect out uh, claws. Yeah, and you can see here the claws are really long. Really long. They're like a centimetre long. Yeah. Now that gives us a, a, a very, very clear idea of what sex it is. And can you guess? I'm thinking, oh, hang on. It's a, it's a female. Well, it, it's the reverse of what you think. <laughs> <laughs> it's the males in, uh, in the aquatic turtles uh, that have the long nails. Ah. And when they're mating with them, they'll go nose to nose, the yeah. males will. And he'll put his uh, long claws up to her chin and he'll tickle her in the face. Oh. It's, very, uh, it's very pretty kind of display. They are, like, I can see the little nose there and his, the stripes. They're almost a little bit like the mackerel coloured stripes, sort of. Yes, very good. Very yellow. good description, yeah. Now the, the, his mouth is open and I can see his nostrils very clearly. He is beautiful. And Absolutely you have to keep your beautiful. your pinkies away from those uh, jaws. Your, oh, your, your fingers, yeah. yeah. Right, oh God, yeah. They will bite and they the, do The jaw looks like it's made of something very sturdy. It's sharp. It's a, it's a, it's like a razor, yeah. uh, and and it it's, it can rip through flesh very very wow. easily. Um, they have a very uh, broad diet, so they eat everything from plants to snails and mm. frogs. So they mm. they they really can eat. You can all as well. This is another this is another river cooter. Yeah, the shell is a beautiful color. It's yeah, and dark brown, but yeah, but like uh, almost like um, mother of pearl sort of yeah. uh, little bits coming through. And this will improve because this guy, unfortunately, was kept in a tank with no natural light ah. for most of his life. But it's the colour's going to come back in. These blotches, there's mm. some white stained blotches on it. And that's mm. just from being in a tank for too long. You see oh, the, I see the mouth is open. I was open, like, yeah. what the like fuck that. are you doing with me? You're turning yeah. me over and looking at me. Yeah, does not like that. So um, they live in water and they are clearly breathing in air as well as you're holding them there. Mm-hmm. So what's that all about? How does that work? Yeah, so they have, um, they have. Oh, look at that! He's oh, snap, really, snap, snap! Yeah, they've yeah. they've got lungs. They've they're able to breathe they're exactly like their reptile brethren. Mm-hmm. They do have some tricks though right. <laughs> that are very unusual. Um, 
they do what I do after I go for a long, long run. They breed through their arse. Um, <laughs> do they really? They can, yeah. Really? So certain species, especially um, especially these ones that would live in colder climates. Just back into the pond there. Yeah, I'm just because I'm conscious I'm not stressing them mm. out too much. But the ones that live in colder climates can go under the ice mm. and uh, literally ab- absorb um, oxygen through the cloaca wow. when, when the ice freezes over. So they can slow down their body so much that they... they Virtually like staying on standby, like a computer does, and and then they'll absorb the oxygen that's in the water. So they need really rich, um, oxygen-rich water. So yeah. pl- plenty of plants, plenty of uh, you know growth, and not stagnant, mm. and and they'll do fine. And um, the problem with them again being released into our kind of a climate is because we have fairly mild winters that are f- reasonably short mm. we don't get long extended periods of snow like they do in in canada north america they never really get into that shutdown mode uh-huh. but they can't feed because mm. there's not much food around during the winter so they have this horrible drawn out mm. debt over mm. and it could take years long starvation yeah it's a very yeah. long starvation and you can tell i'm going to take him out again just his head just popped out there as he was underwater now his head you can tell it's a, if, a, if a turtle is healthy or not or if it's starving or not but you, you see the rolls of fat mm. just here and you're pointing out to his nether his back end his net back end behind the back legs. <laughs> behind his tail you can just see when they took in that there's a good layer of fat in there yeah um an emaciated uh, turtle will look really gaunt uh, in the shell yeah. like the shell will be hanging on top right. of the bones yeah, you know yeah. and the shell is an amazing uh, evolutionary thing as well so the, that's the plastum which is on the bottom and then there's the, the carapace on the top and they're both linked in together uh-huh. and what they are essentially is like in tortoises as well back they, in there. they are um, ribs oh so ribs extend really? out from the bottom and then they form, uh, they they link up with the with the carapace on top, and the backbone is fused right along the carapace ah. down to things. So it's like, it's a really really odd way of of surviving by having your ribs externally on your body. Mm. And they think that the the there's a lot of arguments over how they evolved. Nobody really knows. Um, but from certain fossils, there's a there's a guess that um, they were burrowing animals. Boring reptiles. Really? Yes, because they they have really strong. Even though they look like they're perfectly designed for swimming, when mm. you see sea turtles and you know the big leather blacks and yeah. the way that body shape, if you were to put it onto land, is perfect for like it's the same as armadillos or moles. Those Burrowing. big forearms that are also and moles are, are fantastic swimmers as well. So really, yeah. So it's it's not that much of a leap um, if they were successful at burrowing and using uh, extended rib plates to to set mm. themselves down almost like a, a tractor you know oh, yeah 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 and then these these ribs that extended for burrowing to stabilize them when they're burrowing changed into something else and mm. that happens a lot in evolution it's like why boards have they evolve feathers for warmth but now they use them for flight and mm. for showing how sexy they are and all that sort of stuff <laughs> yeah. so yeah it's, it's it's a very interesting uh, that's amazing i find it fascinating i really do and i'd love to go back in time and see some of their ancestors because turtles are, are, are weird enough looking now I'd say their ancestors were extremely strange looking oh he's coming out now he is now I can see his and as he comes out on either side of his head or the his neck he has a bit of red yeah which is very attractive looking is that Gorgeous. a natural colour he's not no that's a natural colour there yeah, yeah. And, and, and he's moving now that's the, the red-eared slider so oh, that would have been a that's classic the, yeah, one yeah so he has red around his where his, where his ears would be and the um 
the shell shape of the different species as well. So you can see the cooters that I was showing you earlier on. Oh, there's another one, yeah. We're back with the small yeah, one now. Small one. You see the, the, the shell shape is quite a bit flatter than, than yeah. the bigger one. Yeah. And that's because of the habitat difference. So it, it, the, the red ear sliders tend to hang around in ponds. Yeah. So there's not much flow over the water. You'll see turtle species that live in flowing water mm. will have much more aerodynamic mm. shells to help them cut through the uh, the the flow and get around. And then you have sauceback turtles as well, and mm. you have all sorts of crazy species. But we'll stick with the terrapins because that's what we're we're we're, uh, we're focusing on today. How cute is that? Oh, just beautiful! Like just so tiny, gorgeous face, and the little moving, just paddling away there with the with the legs as you hold them. Two gonna, centimeters, size of two of a two euro coin. I'm gonna have to name these five. <laughs> <laughs> oh look! It just put him down on the rock there, and he's going back and straight back into the water. They're so fast; really it's incredible. Fast. They're really, really fast. Now they haven't um, they haven't become invasive yet. They've become their their classes introduced, but they reckon that some of them have bred in the UK, um, which is worrying. And as we warm up, there is a lot more chance yeah. that they will be able to 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 lay eggs. If we have a longer, warmer season, mm. they can lay eggs. And if they start to breed in any numbers in Ireland or the UK or, you know, they're already breeding in Europe, that's a big, big uh, worry for, for our native species. So it's, uh, it's, it's really on us to make sure that if we are going to buy them, the demand is going to be there. But you have to think long, really, really, really long and hard about getting a, um, a terrapin or a turtle. Because, because you're thinking about age here, right? Oh, yeah. That's another factor as well. So... That rescue that I have mm. there is 18 years old. There's another one, 25 year old that I have. So you're talking about pets that have been with people for years. Now pe- these people had to emigrate, unfortunately, to get for work, or they've had young kids, and there's always a risk of salmonella with them. So you have to be careful with that as mm. well. Um, so it, it, it's it's worth planning long term, as you would with any uh, any other pet, a cat or a dog. But how long do they live? 30 years is, 30 is not years. unheard of in, really? in captivity. So, you know, um, you have to be in for the long haul. I've heard of I've heard of some of them in zoos that have gone up for 50 years. So wow. very long lived. And uh, this is a case of where your pet might outlive you. Yeah. Well, I'm going to live forever, but uh, <laughs> I don't know about you. But no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it's it really is. And. I'm actually showing you the male there, yeah. which looks huge compared to the babies. Mm. Now, a female of that species is twice as big as him. Yeah. Twice as big. Wow. So they're huge. You're talking about 18 inches sometimes in, in, in the shell alone. Will he get much bigger? Is that his? That's, that's his full that's size, yeah. The males tend to be a lot smaller than the females. The females are bigger and bulkier because they have to lay all those eggs. Mm. God, they're so adorable. Just looking at the small one walking around the tray in the water and swimming around and... They and are that's stunning. The issue. That's the problem. It's like, they and cute. I understand it cl- totally. I was in the pet shop today picking up some stuff, and the, the latest species that's really popular is the musk turtle, which is probably a more, um, re- a more doable as a pet because they don't get that big. They're quite happy to to stay in in not tiny now, but smaller uh, tanks, mm. uh, fish tanks, and and compared to these guys, and they're not as they don't produce as much waste. Yeah. But in saying that, it's the same thing. They still are tiny. They're very cute, mm. and you don't have your crystal ball set, so you don't see what's. Uh, it looks what's like a wind-up toy. It does, yeah. At that age, do you remember that horrible um, 
phase or wave of thing that was happening in China. It's probably still happening where they were putting little <sighs> hatchlings, encasing them in plastic yep. and putting them on key holders. And that was yep. your key ring. That was your key ring. It's and disgusting. I saw it in Thailand and I said, not only them, they were doing their tarantulas and scorpions. Oh, Jesus. And, all sorts and they're of actually things. alive yeah. and put in this. Yeah, and they were putting them in shoes and it was just oh, crazy. Jesus. Just mad. Mad. They have a rough time of it. They, they're one of the most traded group of animals. The turtles are one of the most traded in the black market because they're hugely popular with collectors, uh, which is a bad look for, for my hobby. But it is the truth. You have, to, you have to call it out when you see it. Especially in Asia, there's massive sales of them going on, especially with endangered species like Madagascar. And some of the tortoises from there have been smuggled in briefcases and, 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 and terrible conditions. We had that, um, you know, in, in the zoo. Customs in Dublin would occasionally come across animals that are being mm-hmm. smuggled and give them to the zoo and we'd have them in our house for a bit of quarantine. And there was a shipment of terrapins. I think they were yellow-eared sliders. No oh, way. Wow. And yellow-bellied sliders. Yellow, yellow-bellied yeah. sliders. And there was about, I think there was five of them and they were wrapped up in moist towels and then tucked into polystyrene boxes and a couple of them died and we ended up with three in the house for a bit and then they went to live in a habitat in the zoo but it's absolutely heartbreaking when you see what's done to them Mm -hmm. you know and they're just they're very vulnerable when you're looking at them they're moving they they move okay sort of fast but they're quite easy to catch and to of course and and collect yeah yeah Yeah, and then like their nests are very easy to to spot and dig them out so this species, remind me, sorry, where are they native to? Well, these would be a North American species, and the ones that are in the pet trade tend to be the, mm. the, the sliders, the yellow belly slider, the red-eared slider, the cooter. Um, they're all from, from North America. There are other species from Asia and, and other places around the world, but they're, they're not as popular as these guys because these guys are so hardy and easy to breed. That's why they, they just come in in, in bulk. Mm. Now, the red-eared slider has been essentially banned from sale in Europe. Oh, yeah? But it's probably too late at this stage. Mm. For places like Spain and Italy and, and Portugal, they're breeding and they're out in the open, so they're probably there to stay. Mm. But um, what happens is when they ban one species from being imported, another one generally mm. takes its place. So mm. then the yellow belly sliders took their place. I think they were, they're going to be phased out. And then, the, uh, of course, the Razorbacks came in and then it would be something else and something mm. else. There's always a way around it. Um, as we stand here now with these new additions to the family, what's your current turtle count? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've lost I, count at I, this stage. Yeah, I know. I have uh, pancake. Yeah, have well, yeah, pancake. We have uh, a, a Russian tortoise inside. Um, I haven't named. Uh, I was going to call him Rasputin, but um, <laughs> he is an absolute nightmare. When did you get him? About three weeks ago, oh. um, because somebody found him in Kilkenny in a in a campsite, just wandering around. So, ah, oh. yeah, but, just uh, again dumped. Just yeah, or or an escape pet, but no one could find him, so he's here. Um, and now I'm going to when the big pond is set up for these uh, specifically, I'm going to take on probably about twenty of the 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 yellow belly sliders and the. Uh, the red-eared sliders just oh, really? to take a little bit of pressure yeah there's a couple of wildlife rescue places that have some that need them pressure taken off them mm. there's so many places that are looking at me and now i have a bit of space i can do it <laughs> and i can do it properly in, in a nice area and they'll have a good life they'll live out their days they won't harm any wildlife because i'll have it 
I'll have them well fed so they won't need to. Um, they're, they're really cool animals in that way. I mean, if you look after them well, they won't be really bothered doing anything else yeah. but sunbathing and basking. Yeah, which is what we'd all do if we could. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> they're Can gorgeous I, though, aren't they? They are stunning. Can I just mention that since the last time I was here, which is, I don't know, a couple of months, there's another pond. I'm looking at a massive, massive, massive. Have you not seen it? I haven't seen this oh massive pond. Oh my God, Jane. Is yeah. this the one that you built with the liner? Oh, yeah. It looks like it's always been so here. this is going to be exactly the... the the turtle pond is going to oh, be exactly right. like that. Same depth, same dimensions, except it's going to be far away from it right. because they do tend to wander sometimes and I don't want them to, right. to get in near the front. But this is amphibian land here. And what's that uh, float? There's something kind of on the top of the, on the surface of the water. Spinning around? Yeah. That's really big beetles. Ah, they're gorgeous. Do you, do you know about them? No, I know nothing. Will we go off turtles for a I little I think bit? we should go off turtles for a bit, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this pond is magnificent. It really looks like it's been here forever. It's, it's gorgeous. It's got the sphagnum moss all around it, rocks. There's gorgeous uh, plants growing in it. You've, are they irises? Yeah. God, it's stunning. Lilies. And ferns and yellow yeah. plants, yellow flowers whose names I don't know. The Grasses. The first, thing <laughs> that, the first thing I got in to the house was the pond. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. So yeah. back to the whirligig beetles. Yeah, so they're like... Uh, type of beetle obviously they fly in yeah and sometimes when people are having uh, meals outside and they have a glass table yeah uh, especially if they live near the countryside they'll get either really good beetles or even worse great diving beetles which are huge big chunky beetles crashing into their glass table <laughs> and what's happening in the, is there is in the evening time as people are enjoying their Heineken or their cup of tea and chilling out, yeah. the beetles are taken off to find new ponds. Mm. What looks like a pond mm -hmm. when you're a beetle? A reflective surface yeah. of a glass table. Wow. So that's where I, I get people are like, this thing just hit me when I was, <laughs> when I was chilling in the backyard. It wasn't an idea. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and what they're doing is they're using the vibrations. So as it's hard to describe, so you've got, you can paint pictures with your words. So they, they, you can see the ripples they're giving off as yeah. they swim around. Yeah. They're, they're almost like um, bumper cars. Exactly. That's a brilliant description. Yeah. That's a perfect description. So they're, they're description. floating around on occasion, bumping into each other and then going around. And there's, there's one going in a circle, circle, yeah. sorry, round, yeah. round, round, like a whirly gig. Ah, that's where they get their name. And they barely bump into it. If you look really closely, there's no contact between yeah. them. They come up to each other and then they spin away. And what they're doing is they're setting off little pulses. Mm. Um, like when you drop a pedal, a pebble in the water, yeah. it's sending off ripples. Oh, I can see that now. Yeah. I can see that now. Now, if you're a fly yeah. or a wasp or a, any kind of a, a bug that falls in that water, they're going to send out that ping. Yeah. They'll be able to pick up the vibration of where you are, the location where you are, and go off and, mm. and, and hunt. Now that, now that I'm looking closely, I can see that vibration in the, on the surface it's of the amazing, water. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And like, again... Just arrive, just build it, and they will come. It yeah. really is. Um, how how deep is that now? It looks like it's got a good it's depth. Four feet, four foot in the in the bottom. So you, it comes up to here on me. So, right. yeah, up to your waist. Up to my waist. No, it's not four foot. It's but yeah, a little bit longer. But it is really, uh, it's really deep. I wanted to do a, you know, the picture in Scarface where he's sitting there going, you people need me. I could do that next year, sitting there when it's fully grown. But uh, yeah, it's, I'm really, really happy how it turned out. Beautiful. No, it's really beautiful. And the, the fact that it looks like it's been there forever is amazing. Yeah, yeah. If, if, you, if you plan out your pond correctly and you give it a little bit of thought before just throwing it in the ground, it, it's not hard to do. Um, people put liners in the ground all the time and then 
they fill it with water and then they'll kind of put some stuff around it but it doesn't look as natural or it, it takes a long time for it to grow in you can really speed up that process by collecting sphagnum moss from uh, the islands the fields if you're if you're up and you have access to it just a little bit don't wreck nature just take a little bit at a time and you can just build it up slowly or even better if if you can you can get the rolls of grass from your local garden center ah. and if you don't want grass around your pond you can turn the grass face down and unroll it so the roots ah. are exposed and put wildflowers or something and what you're doing there is you're creating the area where the pond is any animals that are in it like our, our frogs or our terrapins <laughs> but uh you don't want them coming out onto bare plastic it's really bad for nature it's really bad for their it burns them it essentially oh, cooks them wow. so you need that kind of uh, vegetation all around yeah. just to give them a little bit of cover and and to let them out yeah so there you go amazing absolutely yeah. amazing like it really I'm happy is with it. Gorgeous. I'm very very happy with it this is the quintessential country retreat i'm just looking at your house and uh it it's like an old-fashioned uh it looks um, like a place a where farmhouse. yeah farm, but it also looks like where Agatha Christie would go yes, after solving a, yeah. a murder it's got uh, it's the, the, the door is surrounded by gorgeous uh, vegetation and flowers and there's also a chicken sitting there well at least there was five minutes ago oh yeah she's probably gone off under the shed I think she went inside actually I have um, I have one chicken that's figured out that she doesn't like to go to bed there's <laughs> um, always one so are you going to introduce me to your chickens yeah Blossom is the one. She's Blossom. an absolute monster. Who named them? Oh, the kids. Here we go. So we're off to meet the hens. Here are the girls. Oh, my God, they're huge and they're beautiful. Yeah, so these are bat- ex-battery hens. You got them from Little Hill Sanctuary, did you? Yes. Fantastic group and do fantastic work. Will we go inside? Or, can you, or can you crouch down? I can. I can. Okay. I've been practising. You have to close on, the door behind me, though, will you? You get the door behind me? Yeah, I will. Right, we're in the chicken coop with these girls and they're we gorgeous. We'll do a full episode on chickens. We will. But um, for now, let's just introduce we'll myself. We'll introduce them, yeah. Because chickens are fascinating. I was talking to you or Leo about it. Like, they actually have their own language. and Yeah. But we'll we'll cover them in depth in time. So that's uh, Stevie Chicks. Okay, she's the lighter colour one. Um, Rogue. Rogue is slightly smaller red hen. Then we have Molly. Slightly larger red hen with no white yeah. on her. She's the delta. She's the or the the boss. Oh no, she's the alpha. Okay, and then it's a really big one. And she's the delta there. So um, I can't think of her name. Oh, <gasps> don't let her know oh, you don't know her name. The insult of it. Daisy. Daisy, just like our cat, and the sounds, Collie. Yes. Oh. And the eggs. Ah. Look at this. And oh my God, the difference in the yolk of the oh, eggs. Oh, I know. Now, guess who's gone home with some eggs? Tonight? Oh, is Auntie Collette going home with yes, some eggs? Yes, she is, she is, definitely. <laughs> are we going to do our crazy critter news? Yes, we are indeed. Do you know, it's actually, uh, it's, well, we're going to stick on the team because I think we were both talking about it during okay. the week. So, go on, girls, out of my way. It's crazy critter news, crazy critter news. You'll think you're on the booze with this crazy critter news. Yes, apologies so, for that. Apologies for that terrible jingle. We'll, we'll work on that. That's homework <laughs> for our next episode. Um, yeah, so in the Seychelles, uh, some re- researchers over there are studying the population of tortoises, giant tortoises that they have over there. There's 3,000 of them on this one particular island in the Seychelles. And 
one of them was uh, observing and recording as you do when you're doing research and she noticed a small turn chick sitting on a log and a giant tortoise seemed very interested in it and the researcher took out the camera just to just the good instinct said there's something a bit mm. odd about this and starts snapping away and lo and behold the giant uh, herbivore gentle giant tortoise pursued the chick and then chomped it down bit its head off and ate it alive um, which is amazing and it really is crazy critter news this week because <laughs> that's never been recorded before really um and it's almost uh it's it, like tortoises are well known to to eat carrion and bones and stuff like mm. that just to supplement their diet certain species like the the, the redfoots and bush for one of them to actively pursue and hunt uh, a living creature wow. is pretty amazing yeah. particularly when you're looking at like you know the gentle giant george and all <laughs> that kind of stuff um i thought that was amazing and it's well worth if you're not too squeamish about yeah. it it's hard to it's hard to watch it's hard. did you watch it did you i did yeah i didn't it's think you would yeah it's hard to watch mad. yeah it's yeah. hard to watch yeah but as you say fascinating yeah really crazy really crazy behavior and that population of terns had had gone from the island a while ago if I'm not mistaken and then were kind of after it was protected came back so it's an example of probably behaviour that would have happened before men arrived there before humans interfered with the ecosystem just starting up again and God knows what kind of behaviours we haven't noticed in all sorts of animals because you know certain parts of the food chain have disappeared this might have been a regular thing that tortoises have been doing on that island for millennia to mm. supplement their 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 poor diet or whatever but uh yeah really really crazy news and i'm just going to keep my eye on pancake because <laughs> if i fall asleep in the sun and you start munching on my feet i will not be very happy do not piss her off i don't think uh i don't think pancake's going to eat anything alive <laughs> anytime soon that's a rock that's definitely not a live pancake don't eat that <laughs> she's looking great Amazing stuff, amazing stuff. Well, there you go. Now, off to get me eggs. Yes, I'll get you some eggs and uh, a cup of tea. Lovely. The Critter Shed is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts. For more, including my podcast, How to Be Sound, see thewarren.ie. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.